0: Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by jasby.com, a family financial app. Jasby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility. Jasby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone right now and go to jasby.com, that's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Slightly Greener. Did you know that toxins are all around you? Personal care products, kitchen items, and food are full of toxins that harm your health. But cutting those toxins out doesn't have to hurt your bank account or your sanity. Slightly Greener founder Tanya Harris is an award-winning toxins expert, mom of three, and childhood cancer survivor. She has built a community that offers busy parents simple tips for detoxifying their homes without turning their family's lifestyle upside down. Follow Slightly Greener on Instagram for toxin tips or visit slightlygreener.com for a free toxin guide. Again, that's Slightly Greener on Instagram or go visit slightlygreener.com.
2: All right, we are now joined by Coach Glenn Johnson after um, coming off a tough loss last night to Glendale. Um, Glendale's offense really got going, winning, for, winning the game 41-27. to 27. Coach, how are you doing this morning? We're doing good. We're... Uh...
3: Coming off a tough loss, but getting ready for Camdenton and homecoming week, so a lot of excitement in Bolivar.
2: What, um, what, what did you see from the game uh, last night? Um, what um, Like, what went wrong that uh, made you guys lose this one? Well, it, it came down to big
3: plays. Uh, we just gave up one too many, and uh, we had actually, in the fourth quarter, closed that gap. It was it was 36 to 27 with about eight minutes to go. So, uh, it was a lot better game. I think than the score, they just punched one in late there that made further, uh, than what it was, but it, it was a great game. Our kids played very hard, uh, had over 400 yards of offense. So really proud of how our offense stepped up this week. And, uh, You know, we we hadn't had over a 170-yard offensive game uh, until last night. So playing an air raid game like Glendale, you know, a team that can score at any moment, uh, they're built on the big play. And unfortunately, we gave up, uh, you know, one late that kind of let it get out of hand with with about eight minutes to go. So uh, a lot of encouraging things. I felt like we we definitely showed a lot of improvement and you know we we played we played another class 5 undefeated team so we it's not like we're playing bad people and I think that's a a part of it you just got to limit your mistakes in the big plays especially
2: when you're playing good football teams yeah it does seem like what you've had going on is uh, it's like been a tough schedule and then every score the games are closer than it looks and it just kind of slips away a little bit at the end. Is that how you kind of summarize how the season has been just tough opponents and just having it slip away a little bit towards the end of the game? Yeah.
3: You know, just struggling a little bit to finish games. I think that's a, you know, and that's a part of uh, young football teams. I mean, I think you got to learn how to finish and learn how to, you know, win games and, and, and be good teams and, uh, we're getting there. We're, we're getting really close to putting it together. And, you know, I think anybody that watched that game last night, it was a great game. It, it was a lot of fun and a uh, high-scoring game. As a defensive guy, I don't like that. But uh, I'd rather be in the thick of it and, and have a chance than be getting blown out or, you know, that kind of co- we never felt that. We didn't feel like we were getting blown out. We we were right there, within nine. Uh, you know, with a high-powered offense that they have. I mean, they what they do is really good, and it's tough to stop. So, uh, we we just got to continue to learn how to finish games, you know, and and not let them. Good teams are do that though. They they put the dagger in the heart at the end. I mean, that's. We we've been those team that team before, you know. We, we know what that's like to 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 be in control of games and to put young teams away, and you got to. And we've ran into some good football teams,
2: uh, and it doesn't get much easier. We got Canvington coming to town uh, this Friday. Dude, who were uh, some other standout players from the game uh, last night? Elon Jordan continues to thrive.
3: Uh, plays running back for us, number five. He he had another big night. Uh, we put up Blake Goodman in the backfield this week, and uh, you know he's continuing to take a role for our team and carrying a bigger load. He he had a really good night. Um, senior EJ Ingram picked up a new position and uh, really kept their three star defensive end at bay uh a kid that had you know nine sacks against us last year he just wreaked havoc on us uh I don't know that he had a sack in the game you know I, I, I don't know that he was a factor really he went from nine to nothing to nothing so wow. it's, it's it's one of those that we definitely we definitely uh you know uh, part of the game plan was to slow that kid down because he had such an impact on our season last, our game last year. Uh, and we were able, you know, between him and Goodman and and just the growth of our offensive line, uh, our senior leadership has really, really picked up and they, they're starting to really play well. So uh, now it's just, you know, putting it all together and,
2: and, and beating a good football team. Yeah, and like you said, you got Camdenton coming up next week. Um, and, you know, I, I covered Camden last year, so you kind of know – they're. at least I know kind of like what they're about. They're kind of an offensive team, at least from what I found last year, and the coach wanted to really kind of air it out. Is that kind of still how they are as a team?
3: Yeah, they they are very similar to Glendale, run a very similar offense, uh, very high-scoring, high-powered team. So it'll be another test. I, I felt like last year playing Glendale – really helped us for the Camdenson game because it's it's exactly the same and the hardest thing in practice especially with young teams is you can't replicate the speed of what's getting ready to happen and after you play a game like this you go play the exact same offense the week after it's really a blessing that we get these guys back to back even though they're both so talented Uh, you know having that week to you basically are preparing for the same game plan two weeks in a row uh, and you get to see it live this, you know, this past Friday. And then next Friday you get to see it again. So you always feel better the second time around when you have seen it and felt it, you know, the kids have experienced it as coaches, we've experienced it, but that doesn't really help the kids, you know, when they haven't really been on the field to experience that yet. So
2: we it's an interesting we, philosophy you guys got too, right? Like um, Glendale and Camden. Tim and you see them every year, and like you, you are uh, like a very different philosophy from them. You're almost the opposite. You know, defense, run the ball, control the clock, and they want to air it out. And it's got it's interesting because it basically makes one of the coaches adapt and have to play a different style of game, pretty much. Yeah, right?
3: we are completely opposite, but and that's what makes a great football game is you get to see. You know, because even last night, we we ground and pounded it, you know, over 400 yards of offense. um, And we were able to run the ball effectively against a 6-1 defense, which is tough to do. Uh, You know, they, they try to funnel. They try to make sure you can't run the ball. They try to force you to throw. And we were able to have success running the ball against them, which is encouraging for us. I mean, we're... Our goal is to is to win a district title, and that's that's what we're getting better for every week. And you know, this joining this conference was not a a, a conference. We knew going in that there's going to be you know years that we may struggle to win a game in this conference because we're the small school, by three four hundred kids. So uh, some of these schools almost triple our enrollment. So there's going to be. Years I didn't we know can't that we can't compete with them, you know, and that's, that's not a knock on our kids. It's just the fact of you're pulling from over 2000 kids and we're pulling from about 600, 700 kids. So it's, it's a way different pool and it's a hats off to our kids. I think if you watch us play, our kids are very tough. They're disciplined. Uh, They do the right thing. And now they just need to win. And and people I think will, get off all of our backs a little bit as far as, uh, you know, getting over the hump. And unfortunately we just ran into several undefeated class five schools that play good football and they're well coached. And, you know, that's, it's tough to, it's tough to, to win when you're green and you're fighting against people that are very talented and, and well coached and kind of, Making a couple plays, and unfortunately, we've been on the other side, and we haven't. We're making plays, we just haven't been able to make it when it when we got to have it right at the end. And and that's probably the knock on our defense right now is not that we're playing bad defense. You're like, well, you gave up 42 points, but it's the big plays at the end. You know, you bring it within nine. We we have a almost successful onside kick, bounces right off our hands, goes out of bounds, and. It's unfortunate, and you know we we felt good and thought we had a chance, and uh, play in, in that stretches the score out a little bit, and uh, you know makes it look maybe a little worse. And honestly, they could have scored again before the game was over with 30- thirty yard line going. Like, it's wasn't, wasn't a game at all. So, no. uh, kudos to Coach Mock and his staff. They were ready and played well. And now we get Coach Shore and the Lakers and, uh, you know, another very good program. So, we're going to have our hands full on homecoming.
2: Yeah, I mean, it should be a really fun game. We, t- we kind of touched on, like, previewing it already. But um, what is homecoming going to be like for you guys? Because, you know, last year, first year interviewing you, COVID was really – really the narrative and it kind of restricted a lot of the, the other fun parts about football. Are you guys going to be able to open up homecoming this year?
3: Pretty, pretty normal for the most part. Uh, our community is trying to make things as normal as possible, you know, as safe as we can. Uh, but I think people are ready for normal, you know, and, and just uh, experience homecoming. And I think it's going to be, you know, as normal as it can be. And we're going to have a parade and we're going to have an outdoor uh, assembly and bringing everyone together, which is always a fun part of getting everybody back and getting to see alumni. And uh, so we had to remind kids, you know, yeah, we're trying to win the game, but this is also, you know, homecoming's a, an opportunity to, uh, Participate in tradition, and we have a great tradition at Bolivar, and allow allow the traditions to take place, and and try to enjoy it, enjoy practice, and enjoy the the dances and all the fun stuff that comes with it, and go play a great game on Friday. And uh, excited for normal though, definitely compared to last year.
2: Yeah, definitely. It just sounds like it's to be more. Um... Just like more fun time for everybody, get the crowd more into it. What uh, is there any more uh, like traditions that you do? Is there anything you get involved in with homecoming? Like do you guys got a parade or something pregame? What do you guys do for it? Yeah, we do a parade on game day, and it, it's it's an awesome deal.
3: town, and we parade all the way through our square downtown, and uh, it's just a really, really neat neat time of the year to. So be reminded of those who come before us, and I think any time with high school, high, high school kids, but it's good to be reminded that people came before you to allow you to be a part, bigger than yourself, and that's it's a good
2: reminder each year. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be an awesome time. It sounds like it's gonna be an awesome game. Uh, Coach, I know you're traveling, so I'll let you get going. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, good luck next week in Camdenton. Thanks, man.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Slightly Greener. Did you know that toxins are all around you? Personal care products, kitchen items, and food are full of toxins that harm your health. But cutting those toxins out doesn't have to hurt your bank account or your sanity. Slightly Greener founder Tanya Harris is an award-winning toxins expert, mom of three, and childhood cancer survivor. She has built a community that offers busy parents simple tips for detoxifying their homes without turning their family's lifestyle upside down. Follow Slightly Greener on Instagram for toxin tips or visit slightlygreener.com for a free toxin guide. Again, that's Slightly Greener on Instagram or go visit slightlygreener.com.
0: Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, jazbee.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is j a s s b y.com.